Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, finding a mom life balance. On today's episode, we're going to talk about being a hip mama. Did becoming a mother impact your cool factor? Memes, honestly, I can say yes. (laughs) Um, I think I'm... The same awkward at times and with it at other times as I was solo. (laughs) So we'll have to suffer that with me. (laughs) I would say I, I have lost my cool factor. Like I have nothing, a hundred percent, nothing to really talk about (laughs) outside of my flipping kids lives. It's crazy. Like I caught myself just today. I was like, man, I kicked off my work day and someone asked me about my weekend and slowly led me to talking about my kids. (laughs) And then I ended my work day and someone asked me, because we hadn't spoken in like a month, how you been? What's up with you? And I went through the rundown of my kids' lives and then she was like, but how about with you? And I'm like, oh yeah, (laughs) I I have stuff going on too. (laughs) like this podcast (laughs) yeah yeah and and the thing is that's the thing I think we have to not be ashamed of the moments that kind of like are taking up a lot of our energy but make the conscious effort to insert ourselves and either what we think of it or how we're feeling about it right because we have really strong opinions like right now Sophie's not going to dance and while I'm okay with her dance school doing whatever version of socially distanced they're doing it's just not what we're doing and it's that it's it's more like how I'm engaging with it so I but I do recall moments at work where our team always does this check-in at highs and lows and I had to like pause say the thing, give the funny self anecdote, give the funny household, whatever, you know, mom anecdote. But then something about myself, if it wasn't what I was listening to or reading, it's a quote. And the thing is, I have a double whammy because then I have like the teacher lens. So it's like, we're not the coolest. Some of us are cool, but we're not the coolest because <laughs> everything is in perspective and any everything is for like, what will this mean in the long haul or what example am I setting or how, you know, like my suggestions at the dinner table, I'm sure Justin has done an extended eye roll. Sophie's new facial fe- facial gesture, <laughs> um, extended eye roll when my suggestion is something that's like going to build his character or give him experience or build his resume. Right. Like I think yeah. we, we can't help but be, to like uh very focused on development but do that from the lens of like right because you have feelings about they're going to soccer not how they're coaching especially since you do cool things like write things about coaching for basketball or um lead women's groups or right like what's Mm -hmm. your lens from those things about the things that your kids are doing because I think that's what adds to that layer of like I'm a mom I work 
and I have these opinions and feelings about all these things I dedicate my time to. Yeah, and I would say the hip factor, the coolness, um, depends on from which, like you were saying, the lens. And it, like my sons, I will say, the younger they are, the cooler I am. <laughs> so what I mean by that, I was just kidding around with one of my girlfriends the other night. I'm like, yeah, I, when we first got the Nintendo Switch and we were buying like all these old games that we grew up with like yeah it was the master and super mario brothers nintendo 64 and then we got the latest one out there my kid is killing me and he's only five and i'm like see i was cool for a hot five seconds (laughs) while i was dominating the game but as they get older that coolness factor gets harder and harder and the more i find myself relying on the netflix uh algorithm of check out what other people have been watching these days to see what is considered cool at their age level no for sure that's already a thought in my mind is how am I going to stay relevant because then who you want to be cool to your audience is shifting like I have it in my own world and I definitely want to seem relatable to people at work but that's not the high stakes person I want to be cool to I want my kid to have enjoyed the events I plan for them, the things we do with our free time, feel like I'm listening to what she's up to. Like even right now with Justin being away at school, I don't exactly know how not to keep referring back to when I was in college. And when was that? That was ages ago. He could care less when I was on Binghamton's campus, right? Like half of it. If we shed everything every seven years, right? Not one cell in my body is what it was seven years ago. Nothing in Binghamton is what it was when I was there. We use computers now. (laughs) We used computers, smart Alec. We just didn't really understand what the potential of the internet was. We carry them to school now. That's where it took me back to. And oh, like totally teased me because I was like, doesn't it feel like yesterday? And he literally turned around and was like, it does not feel like yesterday. But see, I'm with you there, man. I'm with you because it does feel like yesterday for me. And I'm still archaic. I'm closer to it than you are. (laughs) But I'm still archaic because I went... And like when we were dropping saws off, like, man, nobody uses notebooks anymore. (laughs) Like it's an actual laptop. (laughs) Like that's what they mean by their notebook. I'm like, yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. So many less devices, right? Like I, like he didn't take a microwave. He took a fridge and he has his PlayStation. He has his television and his laptop. Right. But I had like a boombox radio. Exactly. (laughs) I made sure to bring my Yes, guys, a VCR shortly after because I could record my soap operas. Like, but there were 15 extra devices probably while everything they do is their laptop and like their phone or yeah. a pad, you know, like a tablet. But when, like even recently for Soph's birthday party, like I wanted a good playlist and I, as I play it back, it's me evaluating, did I get five <laughs> right? Like, did I get a decent five-year-old dance party for the few minutes on zoom that we were doing this dance party um so it's am i relevant in my circles as an adult but with a different feeling than how um mortified i would be in high school if i'm not all the time right like if i go one story too far with some 
millennials that don't have kids at work, <laughs> I walk away and I don't really care. It's like, oh, sorry, sucks to be you. You heard one too many stories about little kids. But I don't really care in the grand scheme of things. Now, if my kid is not down with like the thing I want to add to her fort or that I want to change gears and like uh, bake or because there's certain activities I really love doing together. But there's other ones she wants to like force me into like her dictating what I'm doing with her Barbie dolls. And I didn't even want to dress my own Barbie dolls. So I can't wait till she figures out how to dress them. (laughs) But I want her to enjoy the things I suggest guys update i'm totally losing to her dad who always has the cooler game and imaginary play and all that stuff but you do want them to kind of look at you and say like i'm looking forward to this thing with you or you do this thing in a special way with me i'm a little afraid that by the time we get to 10 12 14 when it's not a supervised birthday party at school and it's not i'm managing her social calendar right because right now it's family events it's the circle of kids her age in my circle of friends when I don't have that automatic in if I'm going to be the person she turns to it's like hey this would be a really cool concert to go to or this is the movie I want to see or all my friends are listening to this album like I don't or whatever is influencing her (laughs) dating ourselves they're still called (laughs) albums even though they're in a cloud somewhere um but even with social media influence, right? Like what yeah. are the things she's going to follow and what messages is she going to be here? And you can do your protections and your, but for me, it's communication. Like what will be the things that she's bringing to the table to share? And because like I said, we are still asking ourselves, <laughs> Justin is very reserved. So if it's not like posed or like prying or like pulling teeth, sometimes it's just like, so what are you into and what do you want to do and yeah. how would you enjoy the bonding? Because he has some like staple things he does with dad. Like we definitely missed him for the Super Bowl because watching all together is something we do, even though I'm just forced to be there. And <laughs> um, Staple but for you're, everyone you're... else in your household. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, I have no choice but to be watch the Super Bowl. I'll just wait for the halftime show. But you ask yourself, like, how many things will they invite you to? Because you're not you're not a mandatory uh, invitee to their events as they get older. You hope. But sometimes that's why it's like this is the family thing they do. And you don't want it to be out of obligation. You want them to be, you know, sharing it with you out of joy and what you each bring to sharing those experiences together. Yeah. And because that's so different per child it's been interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I will say my oldest, uh, we are very close. And so I never like question being the hip mom or, you know, worried about him not sharing. Oftentimes he overshares and honestly, the older he gets and the more he gets into like certain activities, I'm just like, Sometimes I hear womp, 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 because I'm like, what language are you speaking? <laughs> like, what is this you speak of? <laughs> Please bring me up to speed. Um, but and then you have, like, my middle child, my five-year-old, who is only five, but he purposely leaves me out of stuff. Like, he's the kid that would rather go to someone else's house to do things while the rest of my sons are like, no, let's invite everyone else over here because I hate driving anywhere. Um but my five-year-old's all about other people being cool. Mom and dad are definitely not the cool ones. Um, 
So, and and it's just interesting because it definitely has to do with personality and not so much whether or not I'm aware of the latest thing because I can be. And I'm like, dude, everyone in your grade or your friends would think this is cool. And he's like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, but Josh just said that it was. <laughs> he's like, no, it's not. And I'll change Josh's mind. <laughs> so... <laughs> And it's the, it's like you say, you don't want to force them to include you, but it is nice when they do. Um, and just treasuring those moments as you go along. But I will say, not only through their eyes, but even through my own eyes, I've noticed my hipness fade. Um, because I used to be big into like being fashionable. And I can't remember the last time I actually went to a store and bought something that was in the hip section and not in the practical, you know, comfort wear, athleisure, athleisure comfort wear. That active wear, it's just not cool. (laughs) No matter how you wear it or what you're doing in it, um, it's just not cool. So I have to say that this past week, thank you, Theo Dave, for keeping me hip because he sent me my Christmas gift, which was a pair of Air Jordans, mm. uh, female the uh, a female pair, and they're kind of like boots. They they're like the hipper version of Uggs, man. Um, nice. And let me say, I wore them, and everybody's like, "Oh, you're looking hip today." I'm like, "That's right." I still got it. <laughs> I need someone in a different state and a different generation to keep behind me close. <laughs> so I stay hip and he doesn't have kids. So that helps. Um, but yeah. And and he sent some to my husband too. So he was looking pretty awesome himself. So he's like, oh, thank goodness for a young relative. <laughs> yeah. And in that sense, it's the comfort, right? When you're hauling a kid in and out of a car, when you have to bundle them, like half the time I have outerwear just because we live in New York, but I can't, I don't even put it on. I just toss it in the car to get from the car to wherever, because I'm carrying so many things or have the extra, the bag and the backpack and all those extra things. So I feel like be, and then when you get somewhere and you have a little one, like, not so much her age now, but I think younger where, you know, you're pretty much going to spend most of the time on the floor or behind them or sitting that you're not going to be in your tall boots with heels and you're not going to um, put on something that is going to be harder to take off because you have to put on socks to be at Gymboree and you're around other children. Um, so it's really hard to keep that identity piece because I'm not enough as leisure comfort wear person I if I had a pair of sneakers it was usually forced for like gym or I remember as a teacher going on trips and field days I would be miserable because I'm like what in my closet is going to be appropriate for this trip or for this activity because yeah because you're like I don't know I think now what can I wear that will look fine if mud or boogers ends up on it (laughs) like you won't really see it (laughs) exactly (laughs) the people I hang out with that's you know no and things that you knew you could wear and get away with because you're not going to be like bending over and parts of you are hanging out of things (laughs) or or necks that go too low like it's really hard to keep that look looking appealing (laughs) when you're when you have someone hanging off of you 
or you're running yeah. after someone you barely can keep yourself together let alone composed or sexy um so i get yeah. my hat i tip my hat to those moms that show up to the parties with every piece together i'm i'm not sure exactly who's running after your kids or if your ankles are going to take it for the whole time that they're toddlers <laughs> but um but that definitely wasn't how i wanted to feel when i was out and about it, like i yeah. i wanted something that- uh, getting back my bag was a big thing. Like not having a baby <laughs> bag and having my own bag um, was big for me. Well, no, no judgment to the whale tails out there <laughs> that they're <laughs> crawling behind their little ones. <laughs> <laughs> Just a thought. <laughs> and um, but then I have the diva who doesn't want to like carry her own backpack, but she wants to walk around with like. Her, sh- her her carriage or shopping cart the the doll the doll's pets their accessories so you just always feel like you're oh my goodness you just feel like you're hauling everything and then I'm one of those manic like I don't want to forget something somewhere I don't want you to lose the piece to whatever like sh- I-, I think she would have gotten over like things not being complete if I wasn't so crazy about her keeping her things complete and taking care of her things um I know I feel bad for feels... her yeah I feel bad for her when she visits here because she's like Pia where's the rest of this story I'm like good question <laughs> probably on the complete opposite side of the house under something <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. but I have to say, like, shoes and bags are a big, like, look for me. Like, that's what I will invest in my look. I can maybe, I like a lot of black. I like, like, monochromatic style, but, like, touch it up with some shoes and heels. And it's hard. It's hard to do that. It, and yeah. then in New York in general, it's, like, weather and all those things. But that and kids, so... Back to the, like, who's the audience I'm really trying to impress. <laughs> it's limited, it's people. For, it's limited yeah, these I mean, days. It's for me, sometimes it just comes to the thing that's, like, the least struggle so that I, I can enjoy my day. Yeah. It's interesting how... Um, how wearing a certain pair of pants for me can, like, alter my... my uh, my emotions <laughs> like I can oh yeah be, quarantine you know, was just messing the, like yeah. just recently putting on sl- like real slacks <laughs> not like yoga pants sweatpants yeah. that, <laughs> like, see that made me mad transitioning back into real clothes <laughs> made me mad i was like i'm going back to my PJ pants my happy place sorry people you could only see me from hips up <laughs> but it definitely does change yeah. how you feel yeah. And I would say also part of the hip mama struggle and I'm feeling it more now that I have a kid in college than when they were home, like then like my elementary school sons is the trying to be cool, but also trying to keep them safe. So when my son said he was going to a Super Bowl party off campus, I'm like, yay, on the outside. But on the inside, I'm like, wait a minute. What time is the bus stop running? How are you getting back to your dorm room? Are you going to get jumped on the way back? Like, you're out in the mountains. It was just snowing there. Like, all these I'm like, please tell me you're getting a ride and you're getting a ride from a kid that doesn't do drugs. And, you know, 
and we'll be well, drinking at this party. <laughs> like, please. Yeah, those are all my struggles are not being yeah. a hypocrite, right? Like yeah. right now, I <laughs> I already tell oh, he gives her way too much information. He does all this Sophie splaining. And I'm like, no. We're doing that first because we said so. Because you're gonna start mentioning things that she's gonna start whining about, and I just don't have the patience for. But then you get to like the high school stage and where you're giving them that independence and they're making their own circle and you can have your judgment of, I don't have a good feel about that friend or I don't like, you know, the just, I'm an old fashioned Latina mom. It's going to be a vibe, right? <laughs> the kids either going to rub me the right way or they're not. Or it could literally be something the kids said or did. But I don't want to walk it for her and experience it for her. So you want to like give that guidance. And I feel like, Oh, and I with Justin were so lucky because he's such a homebody and had like the same friends from like middle school. So really, we're, like where we're going to pay for everything we ever did in our lives is going to be with so teenage years. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like it's all going to come, come back to bite us. And you don't want to be a hypocrite and you don't want to lie to your child, but you all, there's just information they don't need because the, <laughs> it's going to change their judgment, right? Like I didn't make all the PG or G rated choices, but I'm not telling her that until she's good and stable and an adult. <laughs> she until she think. hits on this podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's, and that's the piece I think of, like you're in your circle of friends and I think of uh, friends who have, have older children and, oh, we're going to have the party here and we're going to allow this. And I'm like, um, do you know you can get sued for that taking place at your home? And I get it. You want to be the one to supervise it, but you want to let other people's kids come here to do that. Like, I don't think that's okay. And then I don't want to, I'm not going to be blind and think that kids won't have curiosities, but it's like, to what extent? Because we were a household that my mom did let me taste wine and did let me taste what beer tasted like. And it wasn't that we were like drinking with our meal. It was like, taste this, know what it's like. And I still made dumb choices as a teenager and <laughs> dabbled with things with my friends. So I asked myself, how cool can I be? And what weighs more, her being safe or being cool? And I bring it back to like the conversation piece. When it comes up, will I be able to keep a straight face and not lose it? When she mentions like, oh, a friend suggested this, or we were out here and we decided to this. Like, honestly, when I think of all my friends in my 20s, like Marisol, Margie, like when you're listening, the dumb crap that we did when we were out there <laughs> that we wouldn't want to be the moms hearing that our kids did it <laughs> yeah and just for your safety because the night was going fun and it was like you know we're very trusting it's like oh we're gonna go hang with this crew here and we're gonna jump in this vehicle and end up in another place and sometimes that's where stories end for other people <laughs> and you don't want your kids to make those choices so that's what I think about is like, how long will I be able to stay cool? And when will, because you don't want to end the lines of communication, but you don't want your kids to make dumb choices. Yeah. And I think that's the key here. I think to, you know, the key to being a hip mama, I personally think is keeping the lines of communication open with your children. Because, uh, you know, that to me is more important than whether or not what I'm saying is relevant or with the times. But as long as my kid thinks I'm an open door for every silly decision, every 
silly decision that's only in their brain still, but they haven't actually acted upon it or whether they've acted upon it um, and they're reaping the re- the consequences mm-hmm. um, that I'm still their safety zone. For um, sure. You brought up yeah. a, a great point also about their different personalities, because I think you'll see in their choices and right how they take risk and yeah. or their routines there you know you start to and weighing that and how you negotiate that communication and kind of guide yeah and that's what's so interesting with my child that doesn't think I'm cool at all is that (laughs) he is the most transparent with me like if he messes up he will come and tell me he'll be the first one to tell me like the other day he did something not cool at school and he <laughs> came right into my office as soon as he got in through the door after getting picked up from school. It was like, Mom, I blew it. And the teacher's going to email you this. And that, what's so crazy is that the teacher never emailed me. But <laughs> <laughs> not that I told him that. But <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, thanks for telling me. And uh, this is what we'll do to rectify this. How you say sorry and all that. But it's like... And I think I learned with my oldest, after many failures at this, to not blow up because I am a very controlling personality. Like, I like control. And when I don't have control, I feel out of control. And you kind of also realize that I'm out of control (laughs) because my volume volume becomes very out of control. Um, (laughs) So after failing many times and bless my oldest that he's very gracious with me because he still comes to me and tells me things he still allows me to realize to give me the benefit of the doubt that this time i will not lose my mind um and i've gotten better over the years i think he would attest to that i I lose my mind less and less but it's just as they get older the consequences and the repercussions just feel a whole lot harder and more daunting than when they're like three peeing on themselves um so it's like but that that is key to realize they're different personalities but always regardless of the personality i know for myself i've shifted my preferences to accommodate there so that the door of communication never gets shut because i think that's when i'll declare that i am no longer a hip mama when my son like closes the door on communications and doesn't want to talk about anything, right? Like is silent mm-hmm. towards me. Um, but Torn Tribe, we would love to hear how you've maintained being a hit mama, maybe becoming a mama made you cool. <laughs> so <laughs> get you in the know of what other people are doing. Because I know before becoming a mom, I kind of lived under a rock. I'm not going to lie. And um We'd just love to hear from you and your thoughts on this topic. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So memes, what's mending you these days? I'm feeling more and more confident with my balance of doing what I have to do in all my sectors, at home, at work, with people, to keep myself grounded. So when I need the pause, taking the pause, when I need to like set myself up with things to take the pause, so I feel it now that I'm off for this week with work. I felt it with 
birthday celebrations with Soph because the quarantine can feel so draining, like at this point of social distancing and, you know, the way we've, we're living. Um, but that balance of like listening to myself and giving myself what I need. If it's the structure so that things are in place so I can take a pause or if it's moving forward on something so I feel productive, whatever it is to give myself that balance. That was awesome. We actually, for the first time ever, we finally did it. We got a cleaning company to come out and help clean this place. <laughs> oh my God. Snaps for but, you. But I tell you, Torn Drive, like this was like the hardest decision for me to make because I, for some reason, and it's the same way I felt when we hired a na- our nanny, like I just feel so bad. I feel so bad that these people have to like move all my crap <laughs> and clean it. Just don't. That Just I actually don't. found myself cleaning some toilets before they got here. <laughs> <laughs> I did the opposite of my husband who was purposely making things dirtier. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, that is just wrong. He's like, well, he's just testing if they really got yeah. to Yeah, I'm like, no, that you don't do that. I'm like, go clean that up because I'm like, I'm purposely going to tell them to ignore this area because you're being ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, but I found myself like being self conscious like the night before I had like a meltdown before they arrived at nine thirty in the morning because I was like, oh my gosh, because it's revealing, it's intimate. Well, I have so many piles. Stuff, yeah. I have so many piles of stuff. I'm like, there's no way that they're gonna move all this to get this like cleaned i'm like i have too many like i say all you people because i always blame it on my family it's never me (laughs) (laughs) all you people just have crap piled up all over the place can we stop leaving piles because the cleaning people are coming and (laughs) seems like don't turn don't turn into other people i know they get cleaning people and then they clean before the cleaning people come (laughs) it's like that's ridiculous but i i did feel i i felt better when i realized that it did not take them half the amount of time that i thought it was going to take them they did it rather quickly and very efficiently i was impressed i was like oh my gosh maybe i joined their team because they move fast and then they got the rest (laughs) of the day off um but yeah, it was quite mending because it like it brought a lightness to the house. Like fine because it, we usually clean like one room or area a day so that all week long you're like cleaning, but different areas are getting clean. So I've never really experienced this house fully cleaned all at the same time and it felt like move-in day all over again. But we're all part of a cycle. So while you're giving them work to do, right, and paying for a service, you're getting a balance at home and we're in different phases. So, you know, it, I think you should allow yourself the grace of <laughs> being part of that cycle and then enjoying the benefits. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like Miguel, the gentleman that runs the cleaning company. <laughs> he said, the Lord blessed you to bless me and we bless other people. <laughs> So, exactly. yeah, it was awesome. So- the memes tell our folks how to stay connected. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at tornmlb at gmail.com and follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at tornmlb. Thanks for joining us.
Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose, choose grace. grace. Hold up. You said you're off this week? Or just... Oh, yeah. You know, we get midwinter <laughs> break. Sucker. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> and sometimes I second guess myself and I'm like, did I choose the right profession? <laughs> Maybe teachers do have it right. They make it look hard. They complain about it all the time. But really, they're living the life. <laughs> um, anywho. 